Definitely dropping that word in this episode. Excuse me, I should have hit the cough button. I, I'm not even in the microphone. Nobody can even hear me. It's all sagogly. Oh, there's the laughter. All right. That's Fucking good. A. And we're back. We are back. Yeah, it's been a while. We took a week off, or an extra week off, right? Didn't we? What did you do with your extra time? Uh, what did I do? We went to a tattoo convention. Ooh. Nice. What do you want, this? I got a wife lurking. That's the guy. Um, yeah, we went to a tattoo convention. We went and saw... I'm Chauncey Fury. Hi, I'm Jason Leger. We tried to record earlier and our uh, little recording doohickey didn't work, but this time it's all go. We're, it's we're all ready. Go. We're here. So we're prepared. I was going to say my name. I'm Chauncey. I already said that. And uh, Jason was going to say his name, but he already said it too. I'm Jason. Don't shit in my sandwich, Leger. <laughs> Is that your middle name? I never knew. <laughs> that is my middle name. That's wild. Your mom is insane. <laughs> Dude, you're telling me. Um, excuse me. So, um, yeah, I went and did a tattoo convention last week, and I completely forgot about recording the podcast, and I think you messaged me, and was like, hey, do you want to record? And I was like, oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm actually in Biloxi, <laughs> so no. But... It lines up perfectly because now we can have an Easter episode on Easter. Oh, blessed day. Blessed, blessed day. That's so exciting. We'll get to be right here, front and center for you when the Lord has risen. Yeah. That's um, <clears throat> that's fun. That's a fun day. It's, uh, you know, the Lord died for your sins and gave, I up, didn't a week, know that. gave up a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and then came back and he was like, that's enough dying for sins. I'm going to live now. <laughs> so, yeah. It's almost like I didn't die. You know what I'm sick of is being dead for sins. <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm coming back. Yeah. I got to get the hell out of here. Or maybe just none of it happened. <laughs> yeah. I used to, we'll talk about it eventually, I'm sure, but I used maybe to, on Easter. Maybe we'll talk about it on Easter. Yeah. I'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save We're going to save it? Yeah. Yeah. Save it. Do this it. is like, intro banter yeah we're still bantering yeah this is just banter it's it's like talking but professional oh it's flight flight of the concord yeah. oh okay new zealand i was gonna say you went australian but it was new zealand sorry that's a tough one to d distinguish so i tattooed jason earlier but he's not crinkly this time because we didn't saran wrap him we were plastic Jew. exactly i can i can move yeah and shit like and i mean i'm plastic. i'm still in a good good amount of pain but it hurts a little bit. It's a little sore. My shoulder's a little sore too. I got tattooed at the tattoo convention and it's, it's like not being terrible, but it's healing. It's like really dry right now. So it just feels tight, you know? Yeah. I put my shoulder up. I can feel it crunching in there, like crackling. I saw the picture. Is it like a monkey with a Kiwanis hat? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to put it nicely, it's a monkey with a Kiwanis hat. But what it actually is is <laughs> uh, my grandfather made this thing. It's a it's a deer's butthole, and what he did is he <laughs> he took all the deer's butt skin off. You know, as you do when you're can't tell you how many times such I've done things. That. Yeah, you got to sometimes you got to skin somebody's ass. If I had a nickel for every time <laughs> I've skinned a deer's butt, right. Yeah, my poor apprentices at work get their asses skit regularly in the name of art, <laughs> so they know what I'm talking about. So anyway, uh, shout out Beans and Cornbread. Y'all are great. Yeah, not really. One of you is great. The other is trying to be, and that's important. I'll let you guys figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so Set that one for yourselves. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, it's a deer's butthole and it's actually like on a wig form. So what you do is you, you carve a deer's, you, you got to kill a deer first. You, you can't have a live deer. It's got to be dead already. <laughs> yeah. He's going to, he's going to push back yeah. against your skin and his butthole. Yeah. You think, okay, the word buck <laughs> ain't got shit on a live deer while you're trying to cut its ass off. <laughs> right. Nuck if you buck for real though. So, um, that's where the term buck comes from. That's actually where the term is that he's bucking. He's like, you're trying to cut a deer's ass off while it's still alive. Huh? So anyway, you got a dead deer and you're not going to do anything with the butt. So you're like, what am I going to do with this butt skin? And you could make a blanket or a lampshade or something out of the deer's butthole. But for my grandfather, he was like, you know, what we'll do is flip it over and put it on a wig form, and then we'll put uh, some lips on it, put some fake eyes in it, make a nose out of epoxy, and put the skin all over it. So it looks like a monkey, but it's actually just a, the, a deer's anus is what the lips are actually are. So when people used to come over to the house all the time, <laughs> back in the day when we would hang out at my grandmother's <laughs> house for a while, uh, <laughs> people would come over, we'd be like, oh, kiss the monkey, kiss the monkey, we'd make everybody kiss the monkey, and they'd be like, ah, it's a deer's butthole. <laughs> We <laughs> trick him into that. So I got tattooed by this guy I've been following for a long time that I've liked his work. And he does like a, a like a rat fink kind of style, like an Ed Roth yeah. sort of monster style. So I got him to do that. That It's like a – I don't know what the technical term is for a deer's anus figure, but I've heard it referred, referred to as many things. Some of them I later learned were racist terms that I can't repeat. <laughs> That at the time I didn't know was a racial slur. Uh, life in the South. Yeah. So sometimes people call them swamp boogers. That's one thing. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm sorry if that is like a racist term that I don't know about from way back when, but I've heard them called swamp boogers. And. Uh, I don't know. I think I feel like that's the most like politically correct term for it. Unfortunately, and that sounded horrible. Yeah, like, right. That right. It just horrible. sounds bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't think you could say that just because. Oh, uh, yeah. On that note, let's play the intro. The unbelieving, the abominable, these people with resentful, hateful spirits. Amen. People have a real negative attitude about God. I don't have to serve the Lord. Ain't none of nobody's business how I live. They're not even married. Idolaters, people that worship idols, and all lies. And we're back. Hey, welcome back. I'm still laughing. So we're in numbers today. <laughs> we are. Yeah. We're coming in hot with the most boring book of the fucking Bible so far. <laughs> so far. Don't even think that it's the most boring overall. It's just exactly. so of, far. Of the first four. Of the Pentateuch. This fucking sucks. Yeah. I can tell you that. Um, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. Yeah. Numbers comes in hot. Um, numbers is also known as the book of journeyings journeyings or the book of murmurings <laughs> i don't know why it's called the book of the murmurings book of journeyings or the book of murmurings <laughs> or numbers yeah we're not good at naming things <laughs> things <laughs> this book needs a nickname <laughs> yeah it seems like it kind of whispers uh, i'm going to call it the nickname nickname <laughs> what it needs to be nicknamed <laughs> okay numbers isn't good uh it is the fourth book of the Pentateuch. I'm starting to think the, this Webster guy is a moron. 
<laughs> Jackass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is the fourth book of the Pentateuch, mm-hmm. the fourth book of the Talmud, the fourth book of the Christian Bible, and the fourth book of Moses. Okay. Um, it's named Numbers because it involves two censuses. <laughs> oh, good. I had to look up the plural of census S- today, and it's uh, censuses. Yeah. Um, I feel like Dolores Umbridge was attacked by censuses <laughs> in the Harry Potter series, right? I think I, I believe a you're right. Yeah, team of censuses carried her off. Um, the forest. The first census takes place at the beginning of chapter one. Well, it begins in chapter one, and then it continues for about the first six or seven chapters. I like how it's implied that they raped her, too, in the, in the movie. <laughs> you know, they're just like, oh, these centaurs are going to have their way with Dolores, and they just take her off in the woods, and she's like, no. It's like, what's happening now? It's What a, are they doing? To, yeah. Yeah, she, it got, she, got, she got dark yeah. real, real quick. So anyway, what, what about numbers? Um, the Bible? <laughs> uh so, yeah, the first one takes place um, starting in chapter one, and this is while the Hebrews are still at Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second takes place at the very end of the book um, with, quote, the generation who grew up in the wilderness. Now, did you check the numbers to make sure that everything was all prim and proper between the first set and the last set? Or I, I did, just I, I did that... very little fact checking. Okay. Okay. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much like the writers of the Bible. <laughs> this is this is wildly unimportant yeah. to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Moses didn't even fact check it when he wrote it. He was like, who who was after? Anyway, I don't know. Make something yeah, I don't name. care. We're gonna make just, up names. Just put a name. We're already making up names. Yeah. So uh the the second one uh it takes place at the end of the book, mm-hmm. uh, with the generation who grew up in the wilderness, because this is the book that spans the forty years that the Hebrews were wandering the desert. Yeah. Or the wilderness. Yeah. Um, Lost. And the second census takes place on the plains of Moab. We are going to cover that in two weeks because this is a two-parter. Oh, God. Yeah, God. Tell me about it. Numbers is two parts. You could have seen that coming. (laughs) Um, Let me give you some facts. Let me give you some facts about numbers. The worst book in the Bible, part one. (laughs) We've decided to stretch it out. Uh, I I did. I had to make that hardline decision today. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to wait two weeks. Um, You skip through the end of Exodus and (laughs) Joseph's Technicolor dream coat. Fuck him. But we'll go into the census twice. Maybe instead of covering Exodus, I'll I'll double back to Joseph. Yeah. All right. Here's some facts about numbers. The book was written between 1450 and 1410 BCE. That completely encapsulates Leviticus. So Leviticus was written within the scope of this book somewhere. Okay. Um. Leviticus 2, electric number, Lou. Hmm, there it is. Yeah. Uh, like I said, this is also exactly 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the 40 years the Israelites wandered the desert before reaching Canaan. Yeah. There are 36 chapters, 1,288 verses, Mm-mm. and 39,902 words. <laughs> Some numbers yeah, on numbers. numbers. On numbers. <laughs> Wow, this is, a, this is the most thorough book breakdown you've given us so far into the Bible. Uh, supposedly, this was written by Moses, as the previous three books have been. Sure, sure. Um, the story picks up about 13 months after the end of Exodus, Yeah, after, mo- after they flee Egypt. Okay. Um, the Hebrew title for Numbers is Bimidar. <laughs> I'm sorry, 
Bimidbar. I knew that. I knew it would fuck that up. Bimidbar. It's a, it's a, it's a D and B back to back. You don't see that often. Bimidbar, which means in the wilderness, and that's pretty fucking on the nose. In the wilderness. Um, the Bimidbar. And here's one more fact. We should put a bar in the middle of the desert and just call it Bimidbar. That would be pretty Very, fucking on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. That'd be cool. I, I think right. that's how we make money. I don't know how. <laughs> if you're a bar our, investor our, our, our who hates making money, <laughs> hit us up at uh, hereticsocialclub at gmail.com. One S, wherever you'd like. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make that joke every fucking time. Heretic Social Club. <laughs> we should go through and get every email address and put the S in every space. <laughs> just in case someone's like, okay, yeah. Gmail, we just get pointed out. Sheretic, Sheretic Oshel Club <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit us up. Just put it wherever it tickles you. Yeah. Um, all right, one more fact. Supposedly, across the scope of this book, there are 2.5 million Hebrews traveling through the wilderness. 2.5 million? 2.5. That is the that is roughly the population of LA or Chicago. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That sounds fucking awful. Yeah. To travel with that many people. Yeah. So, um, Mm -mm. all right, let's get into it. Okay. As I mentioned earlier, the book begins with a census of the people, Mm -hmm. and this lasts for the first several chapters. I'm not going to go into detail on any of it. Good. At all. Yeah. Um, If you have any desire to know about the lineages of early Israel, you can find a Bible almost anywhere. anywhere. Go read the Bible all you want. Knock yourself Uh, out. There's Google readily available. Get yourself a a study guide. (laughs) Go go to the book. Go to the family bookstore. Get yourself a, a... What's it called? A Strong's Concordance. Strong's Concordance. There yeah, it is. And go exegesis your expose <laughs> uh, whatever. Hey, what is the verb? Exegesis. Ex. Ex. Uh, what would be the verb form of that? The noun form is exegesis. Ex. Extrapolate. Ex- well, ex- extrapolate works. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm going to pick up in chapter six. God is once again talking to Moses about the bullshit it requires to worship him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're going over the facts of the temple and what what the worship services should look like. Um, after everything we covered in Leviticus and the end of Exodus, there's still more somehow. There so must be more. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I found interesting in chapter six... Um, is the formation of a special vow that you can take just in case all that other bullshit wasn't enough. Special vow. Special vow. This is called the Nazarite vow, which oh, yeah. Nazarite priests would take. Okay. This is not to be confused with Nazarene. It's a, uh, first of all, do no harm. Is that, was that the Nazarene? What is that from? Is the Hippocratic oath. Oh, <laughs> Hippocratic oath. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Man, I have MD in my Twitter bio, and I didn't know that. Oh, you're no fake doctor. (laughs) Um, All right, so... I'm starting to think you're a real doctor. (laughs) I'm going to do some harm. Yeah, you're not even a fake doctor at all. This is not to be confused with Nazarene, which is what Jesus was supposed to be. Um, I remember hearing these two words confused by pastors um, in my youth. According to the story, Jesus was a Nazarene, not a Nazarite. Mm. Either way. Okay. Um, in order to become a Nazarite priest, 
and take this special little vow, you must abstain from wine, even to the point of not eating grapes or anything that comes from the grapevine, which would include sticks, seeds, skin, whatever. Mm-hmm. Better not be in there eating them sticks. <laughs> Better put them grape sticks down. I hear you crunching on them sticks. Yeah. Um, no razor whatsoever can touch their head for the entirety of the vow. Huh. For the entirety of the vow. Exactly. Which I found kind of odd because the vow seems to have a specific time limit. Like it ends at some point. Right. Kind of like the American marriage. Am I right? Oh, no. <laughs> um. Wait. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Forgot. Um, forgot about sound effects. <laughs> so these assholes are walking around looking like Robin Williams and Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Um, the most hair. Can you imagine how awful they must have smelled? What year is this? <laughs> That's what they say every morning when they wake up. Everybody's like, we don't know. Like, uh, it's like we're in the desert. I don't know. It's like seven or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's gotta be. Do we even have numbers yet? Negative, I don't know. Negative oh, we're, something we're in probably. Numbers. Yeah. Um so yeah. Um I I just I can't imagine the, like the itch of that beard. Oh, yeah. And that hair. Like, if I don't wash my beard every day, it starts to get itchy by the end of the day. Dude, and they're just in the desert. Exactly. I have, like, I have beard product, and that still happens. Like, they were, like, fucking covered in honey and bug shit. Honey and bug shit. Yeah. From the mana. Maybe that's great. Maybe it works really well. I don't know. It's a natural, uh, it's a natural hair, uh, solvent. Maybe. It coats the hair. Maybe it kept them comfortable. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so also during the vow period, the Nazarite could not go near a dead body. This is fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. The Nazarite could not go near a dead body, even if it was a member of their own family who died. Oh, what the hell? So it specifically says here, if someone dies suddenly in the Nazarite's presence, thus defiling the hair that symbolizes their dedication, they must shave their head. Oh, no. Then they have to sacrifice do- sacrifice doves and a male ram as a guilt offering. Okay. They have to make a guilt offering if someone drops dead near them. What the fuck? Exactly. Why Something you... completely out of their control. What the fuck are you guilty of? <laughs> Being near a dead Shouldn't body. Shouldn't have been there. That guy was going <laughs> to die. You should have known. So you could totally prank your friend who's a Nazarite priest by killing just someone that's him. standing near him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, fucker. You gotta exactly. shake your head. That seems more in the control of a quote unquote all powerful God. Yeah. I would think, but I mean, who am I? Yeah. The guy was just like making rules left and right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just one after another as quick as he could. Like, oh, you can't do this. And if you do, you have to do this. And people are like, what, what if you're just standing there? It's like, yep, gotta, you gotta. If someone dies near you, you have to kiss the deer's butthole. You gotta kiss the deer's butthole, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Kiss the idiot. butt, kiss the butt, kiss the butt. I was hoping the McGuire's song would come into this. Oh, kiss the moose? Kiss the moose. There's a lot of people who have kissed that moose. That moose is probably a... Dude, that moose has herpes. Mono epicenter. That, that moose, yeah. There's mm-hmm. fucking disease crawling all over that thing. Yeah, you don't want to kiss that moose. If you're not local, there's a bar here called McGuire's. Mm-hmm. It's like a pub. There's, it's a restaurant. 
Yeah. Um, but they have it's a- one of those places with dollar bills all over the ceiling. Yeah, you know that like place. Millions of dollars on the walls and shit. It's all insured. And they, if you try to spend dollars with people's names on them, they turn you <laughs> in around here and shit. There's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But they have, sometimes they'll have live music there at night and there is a giant moose head on the wall and mm -hmm. they will call random people out of the- dining area yeah. to come kiss the moose yeah if it's your first time you have to it's like moose club you yeah know? you have to kiss if the moose your first night at moose club you have to kiss the moose so that moose is fucking disgusting and if you don't want to kiss the moose they just chant kiss the moose everybody in the restaurant makes you feel like an idiot till you get up and put your lips on this fucking moose mm -hmm. knuckle they do that and then they kill your parents if you don't do it oh god that's where the stakes come from i heard that's why yeah. they're better one of the one of the weirdest legends i know about mcguire's there's a lot of like little lores about mcguire's hmm. but um, one of them is that supposedly they take all the dollar bills down every year and clean them to count them because it's part of their assets. Oh, and then they have to put them back up. What a fucking job! <laughs> That's a nightmare. So apparently, the dollar bills get taken down at McGuire's every year for wow for an account. And I wonder if there's like if they put them back in the exact place like if they're that specific because you know there there are those people right. who come here on vacation that come back and they're like there's my dollar it's in the same spot i left at maybe yeah and th they definitely get like that's part of like what they do with pentagon is give people uh good service at the restaurant or whatever and in exchange they'll be like oh just send us a headshot and a dollar signed so huh. they have a lot of celebrity headshots with dollars framed yeah that's part of their that's cool. It's, it's kitschy. It's a it, thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. There's also a whole room there just for like Irish politicians or something. You have to like apply to be a part of it. But if you go eat really? there, you have a private room you can go eat in. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea yeah. about that. The bathrooms are mislabeled. The bathrooms are mislabeled. The, male, they, male, it'll say male over there, female over there. So a lot of people go in the wrong bathrooms there. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, that just seems like a there's a lot of lawsuit waiting to happen. Tons but. of McGuire stuff going on. <laughs> we'll have a whole episode on McGuire's one day. Yeah, some someday. <laughs> Not today though. That's another we, part we're we're in numbers. Anyway, back to the Bible. Um so at this point, I am gonna skip ahead to chapter sixteen. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna talk about what is arguably the most interesting story in the book. Oh yeah. Um, chapter 16. In chapter five, when chapter 16 starts, uh, you're not going to believe this. Mm -hmm. The people are grumbling about Moses and Aaron, uh, not about God. Never complain about God. Yeah. They're mad at Moses and Aaron. Okay. What are, um, what are they mad about? Uh, well, they're mad because they got yanked out of Egypt. Oh, okay. Uh, out of okay, the land okay. of milk and honey. Right. They were doing I'm going to stop doing that fucking voice <laughs> now. Like, <laughs> Ah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cat hated it too. I'm sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. He's he's sorry. Oh my gosh, you know a cat will never trust you again once you step on their tail a little bit. Mm. And it's kind of their fault. Like they have more control of their tail. Yeah, it's true. Um yeah. All right, so the people are grumbling about being taken out of the land of milk and honey. Right. Um so a levite by the name of Cora, uh -huh. decided he would raise 250 men which out of that 2.5 million is a very small fraction right. of the population okay. yeah yeah um and they were going to rise up against moses wow um when they do this aaron actually confronts them 
and asks them why they're trying to rise above the assembly of the Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Moses hears about what's going on and he falls over. The text actually says he falls flat on his face. Maybe he's scared. I, I don't know. Um, he says what equates to God's going to show you. He's going to get you. You'll see. Um, but if you remember, the Levites were set apart to do the work of the temple. I think we talked about that last episode, maybe the last episode of Exodus. Yeah, that's the that's the, Le- the Le- Levitical priests? Or yes, the, the, yeah, yeah. yes, exactly. The, they, they wear jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Strauss and them. Strauss and them? Yeah. Strauss and them boys? Yeah. Um, so Korah is a Levite. Um, Moses throws that at Korah, saying... Oh. You've already got work, and now you want more, which I'm sure is something that every boss ever (laughs) has wanted to say to someone asking for a raise. (laughs) Jeez. When I I used to work at Subway, my boss would tell me when I was going to take a break, he would say, um, I gave you a break when I gave you the job. (laughs) So that's what this feels cool, like. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'm taking my break for real though anyway. Bye. <laughs> um, so either way, Moses tries to gather help um, from the other leaders nearby, and they refuse to come to his aid. Um, they say that he, not, not God or Moses, I'm sorry, not God, but Moses, took them from the land of milk and honey, and now they're wandering through the wilderness. Yeah, and they have no idea when they're going to arrive anywhere, right? Which, uh, I, man, at this point, I don't even think it's that much of a sin to not trust God anymore after like the hardening of hearts and all the plague nonsense and the worsening of slavery until the delivery of the chosen people and all that nonsense. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? He put us there so he could free us. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? <laughs> I mean, and we liked it, and now we're not there anymore. Exactly. Golly, we were we were we were coming on baskets. Yeah, we were fucking making them fucking reeds. It's just impossible to make these people happy. Yeah. No. So it seems. I mean, they weren't happy there, but now that they're not there, I don't think you can say that, Jason. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> These people. I, I'm, I'm talking about this specific group of Hebrews <laughs> oh, okay, okay. that had just fled from Egypt. I'm not making any sort of brash blanket statements here. Look, if you're a Hebrew <laughs> and you're listening. <laughs> Listen, if you're out there, Defamation League, uh, please stop listening. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Because uh, it's, it's only going to get worse. We, we, uh, what's the opposite of celebrate? And, uh, um, frown upon. We frown upon all religions equally. <laughs> equally, yes. We disdain. Yes, everything. It has nothing to do with your ethnicity. No, not at all. It has to do with your ridiculous religiosity. Yes. Yes. Islam, Christianity, mm-hmm. Judaism. No, but, maybe not so much Buddhism. I'm okay with Buddhism. Buddhism's all right because it doesn't claim to be better than anybody else. It just is what it is. It's exactly. like you could do with this and that if you want. And yeah. everybody was like, no, you can't. It's like, well, okay. Whereas Christianity's Buddhism's like, you can't. you can't do that. Buddhism's yeah. like, go for it, buddy. Yeah. 
Just do what works. Be cool. Yeah. Don't hurt anyone. Just be cool. But man. do it. Yeah, yeah. And just, I don't know. Yeah. Be cool. It's cool. Just let, let's be cool. Let's take a quick sidebar here. Okay. I mean, we just did that, Me technically. Side sidebar. Side, side sidebar. Um, supposedly, the Hebrews wandered for 40 years. Yeah. In between leaving Egypt and arriving at Canaan. Canaan was supposedly part of what is present-day Egypt, or I'm sorry, present-day Israel. Oh, Palestine? Palestine. Yeah. So from Egypt to Israel is roughly 523 miles. And how long would it take to walk that? Do you want to take a stab at it? 523 miles? Yeah. Um, if you're if you're walking constantly. Yeah. Well, I know that the the Appalachian Trail, I think, is two or 3,000 miles, and people do it in a season. So it's like five months. So if you were doing like, if you were doing like 14, or even if you were doing 10 miles a day, mm-hmm. right? You're talking about what? 32 days, right? Uh, 52. This is 523 miles. Oh, 523. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So say you do five miles a day. Real light. Nothing crazy. Yeah. It takes you 100 days. Three months, right? In theory. A little over three months. Yeah. If you're, if you're taking your time. If you're taking your time. Just moseying. This <laughs> says, um, well, what I looked up says if you are walking consecutively 24-7. Yeah. Takes about a week. A week, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you space that out, you know, a couple months maybe. What the fuck are you doing for 40 years? <laughs> what were y'all doing, bro? <laughs> Look, I'm not saying God's misleading you or Moses is wrong, <laughs> but yes, I am. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, yeah. fuck, they, everyone's fucking up. I like how every time that someone comes along and even acts like remotely like they have any idea about like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do what God said. Everybody's like, you're fucking idiots, and they burn them to death or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, well, but nobody better not ever say God doesn't know what he's doing then. Cause yeah, he just wipes them out. If anyone ever criticizes his God. His followers will murder you. Please don't murder us, by the way. Please don't. Yeah, I don't want to get murdered. Hey, if you're listening you're thinking about murderers, just don't, you big silly goose. We're just people that just don't want to die. I mean, some days death sounds better than others. I'll be honest with you. Okay. But right now. Yeah, don't do it now. And yeah, if you don't do, do it right now. And don't do it in a in a way that's violent or, or even that I'm aware of. Yeah, if you could like s- slowly pour gas into a room that I'm in <laughs> that I'm just completely unaware of. <laughs> yeah, I will accept a heroin overdose. <laughs> just spontaneously at, yeah, at just, a Walmart or something. I mean, like, ah, <laughs> something poked me, but I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> I feel fine, actually. Uh, I'm going to write a grunge album and then die. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) All right. So. Sorry, Francis. (laughs) Francis Bean, if you're listening. Don't. No? Okay. (laughs) We love you. Yeah. Um, You're all right. All right. So. Sorry. (laughs) So these leaders are up in arms. Um, because Moses took them out of Egypt yeah. and they refused to come help. Right. So Moses devises a test. Okay. Uh, he tells each man, which by each man, this includes the 250, <laughs> yeah. Korah, 
and Aaron. I'm assuming that's how you say his name, Kara. Um, but Kara and Aaron are also involved here. So 252 men altogether. Cora. <clears throat> Could be Cora. I think it's Cora. Could be Cora. Um, what if it's Cora? I, I just I went with the dramatic pronunciation, Cora. Moses said to Cora. <laughs> um, so these men are going to take their censers and burn incense in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. A censer, C-E-N-S-E-R, mm-hmm. is... Um, well, it's an incense burner. Yeah, the things they swing around. The, yeah, exactly. The things they swing around during church services. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it's essentially a bur- burn offering. Um, they're pretty fucking cool. They're pretty fucking cool. It's, it's one, that's pretty fucking metal for church. Yeah, I saw a ghost show and they had one and it was fucking dope. It came out swinging around with the smoke and everything. And mm. It looked really cool. Yeah. That's one of the things I've always loved about ghosts is that they're, they just take things that are literally, literally Catholicism standards and just do paint them black. And they're like, look at this. It's like, oh, <laughs> sick. I hated that a minute ago, but yeah. you, put it, you put it in black. Yeah. That's fucking metal. I hated the gold and white one, but that black version, <laughs> I'll take two of them. Yeah. They should make that merch. They should have ghost I think sensors. they do. Really? I feel like they do. That's yeah. fucking rad. Um, all right. So each man takes a sensor puts coals and incense inside and lights them. Um, mm-hmm. The test was going to be which of their uh, offering, their burnt offerings, their censers would be a- approved by the Lord. Okay. So they light them. The glory of the Lord shines around them. Mm-hmm. God tells Moses and Aaron, he kind of like whispers behind their, behind everyone else's back to mm-hmm. Moses and Aaron. He's like, Hey, Get the fuck out. I'm just going to wipe these people out. I'm just going to take them off the map right yeah. now. Just you two go. Yeah. Um, but once again, the all merciful God has to be talked down by Moses and Aaron. They ask him to spare the other men because it's essentially Korah who has sinned and the leaders who wouldn't help um, in Moses's aid. They've sinned against God. So God agrees. Moses tells everyone else to get the fuck away from these guys and their tents and don't even touch any of their shit. Okay, don't even touch anything that belongs to them and just move away. That's exactly what he said. Oh, holy shit. Um, and as soon as he finishes this warning, the ground underneath Korah and his family splits open. Wow, oh, fuck. And this swallows them whole while they were still alive, and then the ground just closes back up over them. <laughs> Like, this is the end. This is the end. Uh, yeah. It, this fucking un- unhinged God. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the then, even though he said he wouldn't, fire came out from the glory of the Lord. <laughs> Here we go. And killed the 250 other men who oh, were still fuck. holding their censers. <gasps> Burned them to ashes. That's fucked up, man. Then, as a warning... Who's the incense to, now? To future, <laughs> the, the warning <laughs> to uh, future, possible future uprisings. Yeah. Um, their sensors were taken. They were hammered out into flat sheets and they were used to adorn the altar. And that was left there as a warning uh, okay. to not uprise. So do you think that the Hebrews got that, got that message to not uprise? Yeah. Mm, no. I, I, the next day. 
can't imagine <laughs> it's stuck. <laughs> the next fucking day, the people are once again grumbling about Moses. <laughs> Not God. This time they're mad because the men were killed. Moses didn't kill them. But they're pissed because these men were killed and they start to uprise again. Moses is like, all right, good morning, everyone. And like, oh, what is it now? You killed them. Like, I didn't fucking kill them. The they, ground opened up. I didn't do that. They had it coming. So, so when they start to uprise again, God shows up almost immediately. Oh, my God. He comes straight down. Straight down. He's just he doesn't, watching. He, he doesn't tell anyone to bathe for three days. Yeah, he didn't sleep Exactly. He's night. fucking chain smoking. He just sat there and watched all those people sleep for the paltry amount of time it took them. It's, it's that meme of John Turturro <laughs> looking Matthew, at his phone. Matthew McConaughey. Is that Matthew McConaughey? I feel like it is. I thought, I've thought i always thought it was John Turturro. No, that's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Maybe it's Matthew McConaughey. He's, yeah. I was stressed out with the cigarette. <laughs> That's the meme. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. God. Um, all right. So God shows up immediately. I mean, think about it for real, though. Like, the universe is set into motion. It's this infinitely huge space of expanse that's constantly moving in all directions. And God, in his all-knowing, created-the-universe wisdom, decides to zero in on this one blue planet revolving around this one sun spiraling out of this all this fucking chaos and finds people on that planet to hyper-focus on <laughs> and nitpick to fucking death. <laughs> Make them walk around in the desert and then tell them they're doing it wrong. And then they're like, we don't want to walk in the desert. And he's like, you don't appreciate anything. <laughs> Like, what the fuck, man? This is the best you can do? God sounds a lot this like is, my mom. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. What in the fuck is happening? <laughs> we could have just stayed in the garden, you know? with the You could have made the fruit edible instead of making it like That's magical true. can't stay here fruit. Yeah. It's fucking... And saying, don't eat the milk, don't eat the stale, don't stay here fruit. <laughs> don't make a don't stay here fruit tree, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> make them all edible. God damn. What in the fuck, God? Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, it's talking about speaking of my mo my mother um, today, she was like, "So you do you do this podcast?" Oh. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" If you're listening, hello, mom. How you doing? Well, she was like, "She's like, where can I find it? Where can I listen to it?" I'm like, "You you don't want to, you you really don't." Oh no! <laughs> and I wasn't even talking about like the God stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but. We talk about dicks and buttholes, and it's yeah, like... There's the cum basket scenario. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the who whole, could forget the cum basket yeah. scenario? And it's like, she's she's generally whenever I see my mom in in her house, she is listening to true crime Rod podcasts. Parsley. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, and Rod Parsley. Um, she is constantly listening to true crime podcasts. So I imagine her thinking that we're just here like... yeah. And then he killed him. Mm -hmm. He went and down. He cut his head off. And cut his freaking head off. And then his wife comes in. Yeah, we'll do a little bit of that. Here you go. And God opened up the ground and swallowed 250 men, and they were all dead. And everyone always said that these 250 men lit up a room. Yeah, they were the best. <laughs> their, their children the next day were so sad that they were dead. And they said, Why'd you kill our dads? Everything said, was shut the fuck up. <laughs> they deserved it because they had sensors that were so so <laughs> mediocre at yeah. best. Yeah, I told them to run the temple, they wanted more. 
That's why I killed him. Yeah, I killed him because they wanted more. So, long story short, my mom isn't listening. Okay. Uh, Yeah. If you are. Welcome. I, I was just like, you're among friends. She just accepted it when I was like, you don't want, you don't to. want to. Yeah, yeah. She's like, and okay, yeah. she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I got a thumbs up. The too. third episode is complete blasphemy, from it, start to finish, from beginning to end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think this one's up there too. Where well, they all are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Let, let's close this puppy out. Okay. Um. So God shows up almost immediately. Killed our dads. He once again tells Aaron and Moses to get the fuck out like, so I can up. just wipe these motherfuckers out. And he is like doing it this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's for real. I'm going to kill all these children. Before Moses or Aaron can react, I'm going to go Anakin on him. He sends a plague oh. on the people. Ooh. I tried to find out what the plague was. I couldn't, but this one works pretty fucking quickly. Holy shit. Um, he sends the plague. Um, it was. I guess at this point, plague was kind of a catch-all term for many illnesses and torments. Yeah. Um, so Aaron, Aaron's really like the the behind-the-scenes hero here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always Moses this, Moses that, but it's fucking Aaron. Yeah, Aaron's the one running back and forth, saving lives. Aaron can speak without stuttering. Hello? Oh, ooh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, Moses. <laughs> um <laughs> So Aaron takes his sensor, he grabs it, lights it, and then runs into the middle of the crowd of people that are now plagued. Oh no. This appeases it, killing people. This appeases God. Oh, okay, God's happy. His burnt offering appeases God. God's a little surprised because he thinks Aaron's killing people. And he's like, Whoa, fuck, that guy ran right in there and started killing people. He he actually did a self a selfless act. Yeah. Man. Oh, oh, okay. God's okay. Who should who should we we should do that selflessly. Selfless acts. Um, well, good for Aaron running in the last second and thinking, having the forethought to what he did. He did a sacrifice. Oh, uh, incense. Well, no, he just uh, yeah, he, he did burn offering with the incense. Put on, um, put and this this incense. brings quote unquote atonement to the people somehow. Um, my wife calms down when I put on a little incense. I think that's a thing. That's a universal. I think you just put on some incense and God was like, okay, all right. Hmm. All right. I'm going to start using some incense in the bedroom myself. A little bit of, um, calm myself down. Cause it's called? just me. Babe, what's that incense called? She's not listening. I forgot what the good, what the main incense is. Is it like, uh. I, I, I want to say ashwagandha, but I know that's not right. No, that's the that's a drug relaxation thing. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> while you look that up, yeah. Um. So Aaron brings atonement, and the plague recedes quickly after only killing just shy of fifteen thousand people. So this plague was around for a matter of moments. Just an instant killed fifteen thousand people. <laughs> Oops. Yes. That's and bad. Nag Champa. No, no. Oh, Nag Champa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nag Champa. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that good incense. That's the good shit. That's the shit you get at the flea market. Nag That's the real Champa. shit. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You can get it like <clears throat> any grocery store on, on the ethnic aisle mm-hmm. for some reason. The, the, the international aisle. You can yeah. buy prayer candles there, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll show you a picture. Oh, it's not. It's not. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue, yeah, box. Yeah, blue, blue box. box. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Nag Champa. Um, 
product of Sri Lanka. So the thing that, that's interesting to me about this killing 15,000 people just like that, uh-huh. um, when people now want to tell us about God having a personal relationship with everyone, sure. knowing all the hairs in your head before you were born. Yeah. Did that not count for these 15,000 people that he just wiped out in a matter of minutes? These are people he likes. These are his literal chosen people. He's like, 15,000, boom. 250, boom. 15,000, don't care. Exactly. Just, just imagine if he doesn't like you. Yeah. Maybe I stop putting food on the ground every morning. How you like that, you fucking crybabies? Exactly. Maybe we just make a tree that no one can eat out of. Plus, you can't tell me nobody died the 40 years it took to get there. There's at least... There's at least everyone who was 80 who died in that <laughs> desert for no fucking reason. They could have just been chilling in fucking Canaan by now. Exactly. Or they could have just stayed in Egypt. Yeah, they were fine. Apparently they were happy. Egyptian slavery wasn't that bad, it turns out. Exactly. They, they specifically called it the land of milk and honey. Yeah. They're so, like, oh, at least we're not in Egypt anymore. Now we're out in the desert getting swallowed up by the land and fucking hitting the head with <laughs> incense and shit. <laughs> this shit wasn't fucking happening yeah. before. Aaron's out here swinging his fucking censer. Pharaoh never swung a censer around in front Pharaoh of everybody. Pharaoh would butt fuck us once a day, but, <laughs> but we would eat. Yeah. <laughs> at least we were fed. <laughs> All right, that's all I've got. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's that's the first half of numbers. Oh, okay. Um, so we will be back with part two in two weeks. And then one month from today, Easter. I wish Gilbert Godfrey was still alive so we could get him to do a cameo. Dude. Just pretending to be an Israelite in the <laughs> desert selling out on guys like, what the fuck? <laughs> but he's dead. He is dead. Rest in peace. Guys. R.I.P. I actually watched uh, Bumping Mike's oh, yeah. for like the third time good. last weekend, yeah. I think. And his part in that is just fantastic. Super good. Yeah. He's great. So You've seen The Aristocrats. Oh, absolutely. The Aristocrats. Fucking, the Aristocrats. That was Bob Saga's and yeah. Bumping Mike's too, but his Aristocrats joke was just great. next level. Have you guys seen The Aristocrats? Cats. If, if, not if the not, Aristocats. The, the Aristocrats, Aristocrats is significantly different. Documentary about a joke that's evil. <laughs> or, or fantastic. <laughs> or hilarious, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's all we got. It's only been 45 minutes. Your friend's going to be mad. It's a short episode. That's okay. Um, but it's late. We tattooed. We did. It is. We uh, watched a whole YouTube video while I ate food in front of you. Oh, yeah. We, talked to, we watched a, a video about Appalachian Speak. Yeah, it was like... A, it's basically like the wild whites of West Virginia, but <laughs> just had a little bit of popcorn. You know, remember popcorn from the Moonshine Show? I don't know if I ever watched the Moonshine Show. That. There was uh, a there was a show that was called like Moonshine Runners on TLC or something. Yeah, shit. I know, I know what you're talking about. I just don't think I but ever watched yeah, it. There was a guy called Popcorn <clears throat> that had this big gray beard, and he's like the first person on the documentary. Turn, oh, really? Turns out, so yeah. Huh. But yeah, yeah. watch that whole documentary. You can find it on YouTube. I think it, what was it called? Mountain Talk. Mountain Talk. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. very interesting. Appalachian English. Appalachian English. Yeah. Well, what was the word? I can't remember it. Cygogly? Cygogly. Yeah. It's it, all that's, cygogly. It's kind of a, 
wonky. I yeah, think it, yeah, 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 like white people would say I wonky. It, I think it means you <laughs> you like side eyed it, you side goggled it, you looked at it like cock eyes, like side goggling. Yeah, that makes. I sense. I think it means like side eyeing. Holy shit, we just found Appalachian logic. Yeah, yeah. I, think. yeah. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, oh, side goggling. Are you just looking at it? Funny? I, I was listening to that, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know where that fucking term came from. Yeah, and also plum. Plum is great. P l u m b. Yeah. Like plum stupid. You just plum dumb. And plum out the door. <laughs> All right, let's plum get it. Let's get plum out of here. All right, we love you guys. Thank you for listening.